Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 396. Set goals. They have to be achievable goals. And once you've reached your goal, set a higher goal. And then a higher goal. And a higher goal. That's how you're going to win. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. 2015 marks Covercraft's 50th anniversary. They've manufactured premium quality exterior and interior covers here in the United States with a reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit with over 80,000 patterns and growing. You can choose from dozens of fabric options and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicle. Made in the USA, Covercraft is the right choice. I've protected my special rides with their covers for over 40 years, and you should too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Micah DeYoung. Mike? Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, I am. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Mike DeYoung is the owner of Restoration Design in Ontario, Canada. The company designs and manufactures high-quality replacement sheet metal for vintage Porsche automobiles. There, he and his talented team make replacement parts for Porsches, including the 911, the 356, and the 914 models. They recreate hundreds of original parts for use when restoring these older Porsche cars that range from body panels to gas tanks, door lock posts, and full hoods. In addition to new sheet metal parts, they also sell original panels and mechanical parts for older Porsches with hundreds of parts in their growing inventory. So Mike, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more with us about your business and of course your passion for automobiles? I'm a guy that's been interested in cars pretty well since I've been 16. I had a car when I was 16. The first car I had was a 1966 Mustang. It had uh, suffered uh, collision damage, so that had to be repaired. And from there it grew. And uh, I've probably had more cars than many other people. <laughs> I'm always working on a car. That seems to be uh, what I do. What you do? Well, I ran into you at Rensport this past summer. And I got to meet you, and I believe your son was with you down there in Laguna Seca. Both of them were. Both your sons, yep. And I got to see uh, many of the amazing parts that you make. And, you know, one of the problems with these old Porsches is they rust and they kind of rot away. So you guys provide all the, the accurate pieces so people can rebuild these cars. And as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and success. And I always like to say it's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Mike, take the wheel. Probably the most inspiring thing or, yeah, the most inspiring thing or saying came from my dad. Mm -hmm. And he said it many times. He's always said, 
don't do a job half-assed. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Well, obviously, in your business, you've incorporated that saying into what you do, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, we try not to cut corners. We try to make period correct parts. So when you manufacture these parts, you reproduce these parts for people to apply, how do you ever get started with that? Do you find an old original part and you copy it exactly, or do you use more modern manufacturing processes with better steel these days, or what are some ways that you can incorporate that mantra into what you produce? Well, we try to find NOS panels, and typically they're difficult to, uh, to acquire. And then we have the part scanned. We do 3D scanning of that part, and that way uh, we can bring it to a finished product a lot quicker than 50 years ago. Oh, absolutely. 50 years ago, everything had to be drawn by hand, and it took many months to get something like that done. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, I love that. That way the accuracy as well is very, very precise. So when somebody purchases one of your panels and starts to apply it to a vehicle, there's no surprises. That's right. Uh, we don't like surprises ourselves when we're trying to put together cars and we've put together a few cars. So, you know, we try to do the best that we can. Awesome. Great. Would you share with me a story that instigated your passion for cars? You talked about having that Mustang when you were 16, but is there a pivotal moment in your life when you really knew that you were a car guy? When I was 18, I, I acquired uh, a 1948 Pontiac sedan delivery, and I drove that for about six months in its stock version, and then I kind of went off the deep end and making all kinds of conversions and altering it and everything like that. And, and I, I had that for several years, and it just kind of grew from there. <laughs> now, that's an interesting car to, to uh, set off your passion for automobiles. And you're into Porsches now. So was there a transition point when Porsches became your mark of choice? Yeah, I was basically into hot rods and street rods. And then uh, my brother, a younger brother, he had a short wheelbase 911 that he was trying to sell. It wasn't his car, and he tried to sell it. And we had to pick it up one day. And I picked it up, and I drove it, and uh, I thought it was fantastic. And I thought, wow, i got to have one of these cars one of these days. It was a, a number of years after, but I got my wish. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Well, our listeners here at Cars yeah, will know that Porsche is my mark of favor. I love Porsches. I've had many 911s, and including a 914 at one point, and, and other Porsches, but uh, I love them. So I share that passion with you. Mike, I'd love to crawl under the hood now and take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and ask you to share a huge challenge or even a great failure that you faced along the way in your career. But the most important part of this has to do with how did you overcome that situation and what did it teach you? Probably the, the biggest challenge that I had was with a 1963 356 Porsche. Uh, I, I acquired the car and it was basically a shell. And I had intention to put it back on the road. And I also wanted a high-performance motor. And so I had acquired a 912 motor for it. And I bought a turbo kit. And the turbo kit was designed for a Volkswagen. So I bought that. It was a big mistake. That motor was out of, in and out of the car probably a dozen times before we had it running properly. 
And basically, the only thing left from the kit is the throttle body. So we changed everything. And, you know, the big thing, I think, is perseverance and getting the proper help from somebody if you don't know what you're doing. My brother, who was into drag racing cars, he knew a lot about turbos and we put that car together and yeah, it runs good now. I, I like driving the car. It drives like a slot car and it's got a lot of power. One of the other things that really, really that I like is a number of people said that motor is not going to last. It's mm. and it's lasted and we built it so it would last. You know, I think yours is the first I've heard of a turbocharged 63 Porsche. <laughs> 356 yeah. that's a pretty unique car but that's got to go pretty darn fast i know that uh for instance uh in the west coast here in the united states john wilhoyt does some pretty cool engine mods for 356 cars yep. twin plug engines things like that but it's the first i've heard of a turbo 356 so that's cool it goes pretty good it's uh dynoed at 190 horse oh wow very nice i love it Mike, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story where you've had a career aha moment. I like to say it's when the headlights come on and kind of illuminate your way for this new direction, this new idea you had for your business. And tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into a success. Oh, my aha moment. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was able to retire at, at an earlier age after I got my honeydew list done, which took about <laughs> a year. Uh, I acquired four 356s uh-huh. and they all needed restorations so I started um, acquiring some parts and I acquired those parts from the former owner of restoration design oh, okay and to get the level of service that I wanted I would have to go to his place and pick up the parts mm. and during those visits and the five-hour drive back and forth you know you get time to think and I thought, you know what, this is something that I can do with my two boys. And I know I could do it better and more efficient than he could. Wow. So there you go. Here we are. <laughs> Here you are. Now, that's quite an aha moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No deers in the headlights for you. You just said, you know what, I'm, I know a better way to do this. Well, that's why it's great to have you on the show here because Cars Yeah is all about uh, automotive enthusiasts who've wrapped their passion for cars into their vocation. So welcome out of uh, the honeydew world of retirement and back into the <laughs> business world. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there's probably some good to that and probably some bad to that. So, Well, yeah, I got some benefits, some side benefits, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And my two boys, they got uh, jobs. They were, uh, they were, they didn't have any job prospects. Uh-huh. coming on a university or, or college. So uh-huh. uh, that was good for them, too. Oh, absolutely. You get to work with your sons, and, and not too many people can say that. That's uh, very cool. How about proudest career moments? I would assume you've had many, but is there one in particular you could share with us? I think one of the proudest or one of the moments that has been very good for me here is making this business successful and being a sponsor or you know, helping a lot of people get their cars restored and getting to those things and getting to those moments, you have to set goals and setting goals is important for me. I learned that a lot 
a lot earlier along in life at the former business. And if you don't have a goal, you're not going to go anywhere. Well, it is really cool that you're helping people restore these vehicles and bring vehicles back to life in in the proper way. Because we've all seen restorations that aren't that great and they can't get the right parts and the cars don't look that great when they're done. So uh, we're glad that you're here. We're glad that you uh, came out of retirement and you're (laughs) supplying us, uh, us Porsche fans, with parts and so forth. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special car? You've talked about a couple cars you had early in your life, but is there a car that you that you acquired that was really, really special for you? I had a 56 Speedster. I bought that on eBay. Probably shouldn't have, but any, <laughs> it, it did happen, and it took me about five years to complete. That is probably one of the better cars that I've had. And unfortunately, I sold it with within probably three months of completing it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, the right guy came with the right kind of money. So, oh, well, the car that I probably miss the most is uh, a 1960 Roadster. I had that car for nine years and uh, my wife and I really enjoyed driving in that car. Uh, so that's probably the car that I miss the most. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of great Porsches you had in your past. At least you got to... Be the caretaker and experience those cars. Yep. Speedster, boy, I'd love to have one of those, but the way the prices have gone lately, uh, they've become quite unobtainium for most of us mere mortals. So uh, crazy stuff. How about current projects? What are you guys working on there right now that really has you excited and fired up? Well, we're always working on new projects in the shop. We're always coming up with sheet metal parts that have not been around for a long time that are at exorbitant prices. So we're, we're trying to make uh, some parts a little bit more obtainable. As far as uh, personal projects, I'm working on another Speedster. Are you really? Oh, cool. Yeah, 1954. And I'm working on also a 1938 white cab over. So we extended the, the frame and uh, it's going to be a car hauler. So that's a, a per, those are personal projects. Oh, yeah. Now, a 54, that's a pre-A Speedster? Yeah, pre-A Speedster. Oh, wow. Well, very cool. That's a very special car as well. So is there any uh, projected end game on when that car will be on the road? I hope to have it on this road by the end of this coming summer. Awesome. So next year. Next year, 2016. Okay, great. Ah, Awesome. Fantastic. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Mike. If you were a car, what kind of car would Mike be? And this isn't so much about what you wish you were. It's how you perceive yourself as an individual personified in an automobile. I think I'd like to be a Porsche 904. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. And why the 904? Sleek, beautiful, Corvette killer on the track. (laughs) <laughs> I'd like to have it with a with a big and later flat six, more reliable than uh, than a four cam motor. So you know, cruise all day long. Keep going, just keep going at a steady pace. Wow, well, those are beautiful cars. Well, Mike, up next is what I call the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. Metrovac has been manufacturing and providing quality automotive vacuums and blowers since 1939. I've used their portable vacuum and blowers for over 15 years in my garage, on my cars, motorcycles, around my home, and you should too. Their Air Force Master Blaster Revolution is my go-to tool 
every time I wash and detail my vehicles. Powered by two twin-fan 4.0 peak horsepower motors, the Master Blaster delivers up to 58,000 feet per minute of clean, warm, dry, filtered air. Dry your car without a towel and avoid those nagging micro-scratches. Perfect for the wheels, engines, motorcycles, and all those frustrating water traps in trim, door jams, and seals. Check out all of MetroVac's quality products, deliberately made better in the USA. MetroVac is the right choice. Learn more today at MetroVac.com. Use discount code CARSYA20 and you'll get 20% off your first order. That's right, 20% off. Details at CarsYa.com slash sponsors. Okay, Mike, we're back and we're entering what I call the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Yep. Here we go. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? I think uh, a turbo. A turbo, okay. Generally, turbo can, you know, really increase your output on the car. Uh, but a turbo does need to be matched with uh, the incoming air and fuel and the outgoing exhaust. If the three are not matched, it won't work. It won't work. So your best automotive advice is turbocharge your car. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. You like power. Would, yep. would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? One of the uh, the personal habits that I have, and it's probably annoying to other people is my (laughs) determination. If I set my mind to something, I usually accomplish it. But sometimes it takes a number of years. Uh, My wife says I have, I have patience and she says I don't have patience. So if I determine to do something and if it takes seven years, it's patience. But in the short term, Quite often, I have no patience. You know, I think this is a pretty typical trait for entrepreneurs. The the many 390-plus guests I've talked to here on Cars Yeah right now, tenacity, perseverance uh, are very important, but patience as well. And I'll tell you, the guest we had on yesterday was Simone Scudoni, and he's uh, one of the world's leading manufacturers of leather goods for very high-end cars. The company's been around for 130-plus years, and he told me something When I asked him this question, he talks about patience. He went after a company that they wanted to supply their leather goods for. took them nine years to acquire that client. (laughs) But he said, you know, it took patience. And our company's been around for a long time. It's going to be around for a long time, so that's okay. We finally got them. So, yeah, patience, 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 absolutely. How about a resource? Is there one resource that you could share with the Cars Yeah listeners that you really enjoyed? Resources, I would say try to surround yourself with as many resources as possible. Websites, blogs, friends, associates, people that know more than yourself. (laughs) Yes. If you're trying to find out something and if you ask the wrong people, you're going to get the wrong answers. So you need to uh, get information from somebody that knows more of in particular about something else. We are the culmination of the people we surround ourselves with. So surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Absolutely. 
You know, my mom said, marry a woman who's smarter than you. She'll keep you on your toes. I did that, and she does keep me on my toes, but you know what? I don't, I can't get away with anything. So <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a bad part to that, but I think these women are conspiring, I think is what's really going on. So now I've been married 31 years very happily, so I'm very fortunate. How about a book? Is there one book in particular that you've read that you think our listeners would really enjoy reading as well? Yes. Um, I think, uh, a book. That I picked up uh, in all places of uh, at the airport in Entebbe, Uganda, while I was in Africa, and the book is called "22 Immutable Laws of Branding." It's by Al Reese, and I made my my two boys read it also. It uh, imparts a lot of good business knowledge. Awesome. Well, that's a great book. It's a new one here on Cars, yeah. So. That's great. I always love it when guests share new books. And I'll remind our listeners you can find links to all these great resources Mike's been so kind to share with us today at carsyeah.com slash Mike DeYoung. And Mike's last name is spelled lowercase D-E capital J-O-N-G-E. And there's another great place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books where this book and uh, hundreds of other books that guests have recommended are listed with quick and easy links for you to get your hands on them. Mike, do you have any interesting hobbies outside of your passion for cars? All right, we're up to what I call the checkered flag, Mike, and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could only have one collector car in your garage, but don't worry about the price because today I'll buy you whatever you'd like. It doesn't matter what it costs. That's the kind of guy I am. What would that one vehicle be and why? As I mentioned before, what I'd like to be, a 904 Porsche. Porsche 904. Well, let's um, let's talk a little bit more about what it is about the Porsche 904 that just uh, that you love so much. Uh, it's a really nice low car. It's it's light. It's an iconic looking sports car. Yeah. Have you had a chance to drive a, a real 904 ever? I wish. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, we're gonna have to get somebody up there in Ontario to uh, bring their 904 and let you take that out, especially on a track. I think that's the place to drive that car. Ask Prescott Kelly for me. Oh, okay. I'm going to have him as a future guest here on the show, so I'll give uh, Prescott a call, and we'll see what we can do for you there. We'll see if we can pry that from his hands. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Ah, Porsche 904, what a beautiful car. I think while we were down there at Rensport, we got to see a few of those. So uh, yep. great choice, Mike. You've taken me on a great ride today, and I've really enjoyed talking with you. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Car Chow listeners could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off down the racetrack in your Porsche 904? Set goals. They have to be achievable goals. And once you've reached your goal, set a higher goal, and then a higher goal, and a higher goal. And that's how you're gonna that's how you're gonna win. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your company? Uh, if you go to our website, www.restorationdesign.com, we have a lot of products there, all sheet panels for the Porsches. We have plans for the rotisseries. We have a number of other things under media and services. So we're, you're welcome to visit. It's a great website, listeners, and I would encourage you to go there and check out what Mike and his sons are doing you can find everything that we've talked about today here at Cars yeah, at CarsYeah.com slash Mike DeYoung. 
or just put Mike in the search box and his show notes page will pop right up. Mike, thanks again for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences in your business with me and the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.